With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. He's for Stormy today. I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. This show is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And thanks to everybody here on DraftKings for joining Michael and I here. A lot to get to for those that might have wow. uh, not seen all the news today, Michael. It, it has not been uh, devoid Ooh. of quarterback news. That's for sure. The big one coming There's out no of no Christmas break, is there, Dave? <laughs> There's no Christmas break. I you mean... know, it, it never stops. This league never stops. So you can't even sleep yeah. in anymore after the holidays. Big news coming out of Denver, Michael, is that uh, Russell Wilson has been benched for the remainder of the season, according to Sean Payton. Uh, Jared Stidham will take over. And again, your thoughts, if I could summarize, might be that if it's not over in Denver, it would have to be the way to, for it to be over. Somebody else would have to pick up a lot of that contract going forward, right? They're not just going to get rid of Russ and eat that salary. Right. So every NFL contract, you have to think of it like a loan, right? Mm-hmm. Like a mortgage, you go and buy a home and you go to the bank, the bank appraises the property and they say, okay, we're going to loan you 80% of the property value because we know if you foreclose, we're going to get our money back. Well, when there's a deficit within that ratio, the bank all of a sudden becomes the pro- they become the holder of a bad loan. This is what happens in the NFL with bad contracts. When the player doesn't meet the level of the value of the contract, the club holds the deal. It's a bad deal. They can't get rid of it. It's like they, there's no secondary market to sell this thing off in, right? Like there's just <laughs> nothing else. And so like we've seen what the Rams had to do, they'd have to eat salary to trade Robinson. They've got to eat salary to trade Cook. They got to do all these things to get rid of guys, you know? And so this is what's going to happen with Russell. His value based on his level of performance doesn't meet the contract. And this is where you always – get into trouble in contracts, especially at the value of these quarterbacks, is, okay, what happens if he doesn't play to this level? What do we do? If you're Daniel Jones at the Giants, you say, okay, we're going to give this two years to see if he could play at this level. The third year, we got a chance to get out of the deal. With Russell, there was no third year to get out. They got to pay more money next year. So this is about looking at how they can manifest themselves moving forward with Stidham on a very cheap contract. But, look, it takes a coach of, of clout to make this move, right? If Nathaniel Hackett would have tried this, they, they would have killed him, right? <laughs> if somebody doesn't have Super Bowl trophies in the case tries to make a move on Russell Wilson, 
he would have controlled the media and it would have been over. But I think most Bronco fans have witnessed Russell now for what, 17 games last year yeah. and, you know, another another 13 to 30 games. And, you know, like the, there's no magic here. We have, you know, the cooking has ended. We're not cook. We're not even at a diner. By the way, this number has come way down. Charger money's come in with the news of Jared Stidham starting uh, down to three now for the Broncos being favored. There, I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't understand the justification of that move because look, you're still going against East uh, Stick. (laughs) I mean, you know, like like who are who are the Chargers playing? The Chargers were plus three in turnover takeaway and still lost last week. I see it the same way you do. I don't see it. I don't understand it. I mean, the Broncos have not been winning with their offense. They've been winning with their field goal kicker and their ability to turn the ball over. Will that change this week? I don't think so because Wilson's not playing. That's not going to change. I, I'm I mean, right there with the you. Brownies. Yeah. Look at the Brownies, right? Look at them. Kevin Stefanski has told America, nobody wants to pay attention to it, but he's told America he trusts Joe Flacco to throw the ball more than he touched to Sean Watson, who they gave $50 million in all these draft picks. No because question. Because why? How do I know that? Did he tell me that? No, I watched the tape. He throws it unbelievably more. He's willing to throw it up the field. He's calling more pass plays than he ever did. What about Sean Payton? He's 27th in passing attempts. <laughs> he doesn't want Russell to hurt him. He's like saying, okay, only if I have to. No doubt about There's it. There's the story. Yeah. There's there the story. Yeah, And, and again, uh, to that point, I, I think you heard it from Amari Cooper. He even said it too, to your point, Michael. He said, Joe Flacco's unlocked. He 265 last week in that win, win for Cleveland. That wasn't happening with Deshaun Watson. It's happening with Joe Flacco. You look at the tape and you can see what the, the coaches <laughs> are trying to do. I mean, Flacco should be comeback player of the year because he's coming back from 2018. It isn't like he's coming back from last year. He's coming from way, way back, right? But that's beside the point. But here's the question I have for you, counselor. What are you doing next year? If Flacco gets – he's getting them to the oh. playoffs. Say he wins a playoff game. What are you doing next year? You bringing Watson in to start? The team might revolt. I was going to say, you know this. This The team will tell Stefanski who the quarterback has to be. And, you know, maybe Flacco, the magic wears off next year, and then, then maybe you can go back to Deshaun. I can't see a scenario that you would start the year with Deshaun Watson if you're bringing back Flacco under a you know minimal deal. And I know you got to pay Deshaun all that guaranteed money. He can be the backup. But he might have lost his job when you hear the players, like Amari Cooper, say – this guy has unlocked me, not the other guy. This is going to be fascinating to see what happens yeah, in Cleveland. I mean, it's clear, right? I mean, yeah. Amari's saying that. They're like, and, and, and Flacco's made his share of mistakes. I mean, he's been, you know, he's given the ball back to the other team, but yep. that's, that's what you get with Flacco. Flacco's going to give you some, he's gonna, but he's going to make a lot of plays. And they, if they had Nick Chubb and their defense was healthy, whoa, you know, you're, you're seriously considering this. Look, the, the other thing is on Deshaun Watson, Unlike Russell, there is no end to Deshaun Watson. Right. Deshaun Watson's on their books for $65 million in the next three years. Brutal deal there. So, again, uh, by the way, Joe Flacco, uh, plus $4 right now to be comeback player of the year. But I'm with Michael on that one. I was asked about that yesterday on X, and I said, look, I don't have a vote. But if I did, it would certainly go to Joe Flacco. Uh, Commander's news today. We saw that uh, Jacoby Brissett will be getting that start against the 49ers. No change in the line with that news from Ron Rivera. Still 13 and a half for the Niners. You, you figure the Niners should be very angry after what happened on Christmas night. Uh, but again, this is just kind of a, is it a salvageable move for Ron Rivera? I don't, 
I mean, look, I don't root for anybody to get fired or lose their job by any stretch, but it does feel like maybe there's big changes coming in D.C. Well, there has to be, right? I mean, the new owner buys the team. It's what kind of changes are coming. They need a new stadium. Yeah. Right? They need a new direction of their team. I mean, this has been a toxic team. They still haven't gotten the stink of Daniel Snyder nope. off the team yet. Let's be clear. And, you know, they've made the move. They brought the enemy in. They thought he was going to help with their offense. You know, Rivera's, I mean, Rivera's an amazing story. There should be a 30 for 30 on Ron Rivera. <laughs> Guys had three winning seasons in his NFL head coaching career. And, you know, he's been, you know, and he's coached, what, 12 years, 13 years? Yeah. Think about it. Three it's... winning seasons. He's made the playoffs four times. The one time he made the playoffs with Washington was seven and nine. I mean, it's somewhat remarkable that, you know, and, and rarely, you know, like he's never under any uh, under heat. He's no. very popular with the media. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very he fires coaches. He's fired his offensive coordinator last year, he fired his defensive coordinator this year during the season. It was his best friend. Yeah. You know, I mean, 13 years in the league, he's one game over 500 as a coach. One game, and and really, the only reason that is is because, you know, he's had the fifteen and one year, the and he had the twelve and four year. That's right, the outlier year with Cam Newton uh, when Cam was MVP, and they got all the way to the Super Bowl. You're right, and look, I always say too, and you know this, like sometimes coaches, you get that extra length because of that Super Bowl run, right? You get that people remember that, and they go, oh, he took X team to a Super Bowl. And I don't know if it's always equatable, but it feels like that's why he's had such Dave, a long he's tenure. He's had six years. He's had six years he hasn't had a winning season as a head coach. Meanwhile, oh. Belichick's under heat. He's a, he's had six Super Bowls, and he's and, and they should fire him immediately. They can't wait to I get mean, him out of New in England. Season. I... Can't wait to get him out. I mean, this guy's had six years he hasn't had a winning season. Meanwhile, you know, the, the greatest coach of all time's gotta go. He's gotta go gotta right go. now. He's gotta go. You gotta get him out of there. Doesn't know the game anymore. Uh, it's all the narrative, Dave. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like this line movement on Russell Wilson. Whatever the narrative, oh, Russell's gone. I mean, you know, how could you bench Russell? Boom, the public comes in and bets it because it's not the public's fault. It's what the information the public's been fed. No That question. Russell's playing well. No, he's not. You know, it's like the public says, oh, well, Travis Kelsey's still a good. No, he's not. He's not playing well. Mahomes isn't playing well. Yeah, he's, he's... Even Dante Hall said that today. Dante Hall made the best statement I've read by anybody. He said, Mahomes got to learn to run the offense. Hmm. Well, you know, we heard from Jack Jones too, right? You 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 stop the magician from uh, doing the magic act, and there's the magic's gone. And that's look, I know it's one game sample, but he said that before the game uh, last week against the Chiefs, and then went in there and backed it up uh, with a pick six and that big win. Other very quick quarterback news: C.J. Stroud expected to practice today for the Texans. Very good news for them. They're seven point favorites over Carolina, and Tyrod Taylor will get the start in Week 17 in the Meadowlands. Uh, and that number's come down now. Uh, the Rams still favored, obviously, in the road, but it has come down four and a half. Is that respect I, for Tyrod? Well, it was coming down before Tyrod. It's a yep. trap game, Dave. Yep. Look, I mean, they got, they're got they playing the Giants, East Coast game, coming back, got the Niners next week, coming off of a great win against them. Look, it, it, it's a trap game. And, you know, you, you're going to take – it's going to be hard for Sean McVay to get the team really rallied. Mm. I, I think the numbers move way too much to the Giants. I really do, because if Sean McVay can run the football on you, you know, if he can run the ball on you, then, you know, I, I think to me, then it becomes a real issue. And they're going to have a tough time handling it. What, what Sean's able to do with motion, why was Baltimore not able to pressure Stafford? Right. See, that's the fundamental question, right? So, 
And what, what Sean does with his motions and changing the force and forcing your communication to be really good. Okay, they motion, you've got to check this, you're coming. Because no blitz is just drawn up like on a piece of paper. It's all about the adjustment based on the motion. It's blitz the formation. What does it look like? And so when you do that, your communication has to be really good. Baltimore's was challenged on that. That's one of the areas they improved against San Francisco. So I think this number's coming down too far. I tend to agree with you as well. And two big-time wideouts, good news for the Bengals and the Dolphins. Jamar Chase looks like he's going to be able to go uh, in their big game at Kansas City. And it does look like that they're going to get back Jalen Waddle in Miami as well. Okay, we're going to get to your top five and bottom five teams later on in this hour, Michael. But when we come back, Harry Gagnon is going to join us. Can't wait to get Harry's breakdown of what he sees on the NFL. Some teaser plays for you next here on the Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VSN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You're going to get unlimited access to our VSN.com slash picks page. Sort those picks out by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, and see which VSN expert has the current hot hand. So for VEASAN Pro Picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Michael Lombardi, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. We're going to get to Harry Gagnon in just a minute here, Michael. Uh, but while we wait for Harry, I do have a, one other news and notes if, in case people didn't join us in hour number one. And it was this bizarre story out of Green Bay. Brian Gutekunst, the GM, announces that Jair Alexander has been suspended for Sunday night's big tilt against Minnesota because 
consternation over the coin toss going out for the coin toss, but he's not a captain, Michael. Have you ever seen a story like this before? No, no, no. I mean, that's every game. You you know, if you have game captains, you go over it with the team the night before. Okay, here's our captains. They're the captains of the week. Everybody knows it. Like, I've never heard of this before. Like, I've never heard of just imposing your will and just saying, okay, I'm a captain this week. When you probably have not, you haven't played, you played six games. You've been nursing a shoulder injury. I'm not saying he's not hurt. But right. We keep waiting for him to come back. Every week, he's not even doubtful. He's questionable, you know, and so, but he never gets to play. I mean, there's more to this than meets the eye. And this irrational behavior by Alexander, like I said in the last hour, when you suspend a player for conduct detrimental, you got to make sure all your ducks are in order because the last thing you want is for him to file a grievance, which he will, mm-hmm. and then you lose the grievance because you had there was something going on. Now you lose credibility with your locker room. A bizarre story, and I think you just nailed the head, uh, nailed right on the head there. More to the story than meets the eye. Okay, without further ado, Michael, let's get to Harry Gagnon's cartoon and pick of the week. <laughs> Look, Mom, it's the sphere. That's not the sphere. That's... Harry here. It's been a great year of picks, and I want to thank all of you for sticking with me. Look out for my new show coming soon, but right now, here's my last pick of the season. May all my bad picks be forgot and never brought up again. May the Jets and Browns game go under 35 so I can pay my bills. Happy New Year. And if anyone is hiring, I need a job. That is absolutely fantastic. It's it's great to catch up with you again. I love the cartoons uh, and and absolutely well done there. But let's start right there with that okay. underplay here with the Jets and the Browns that you have this week that you uh, so well uh, illustrated there in cartoon fashion. Uh, we know, obviously, you know Zach Wilson. It looks like it's going to be Trevor Simeon again here for the Jets. Mm-hmm. And the Joe Flacco story, as Michael and I have talked about, has been absolutely fascinating to watch here. Uh, possibly comeback player of the year. But you are going to go against this total here. It's low, 35, uh, but you do think the under is still in play. I do, guys. I do, guys. Uh, great to be with you guys again. Listen, I, I do like a teaser on this game, too. I'm going to tease Cleveland down to minus one. <laughs> of course stick he is. with the under at 41 <laughs> and a half. I know you love those teasers, Michael. Look, the Jets got their Christmas gift. We're up 20 nothing. and they got a 54-yard field goal from uh, Greg the Legs Zerline to beat Washington. Now they got to go to Cleveland on a short week. Jets play tough at home, but not on the road. Uh, they've scored just 31 total points in their last four games away from home. Flacco and the Browns, you mentioned they've uh, won uh, three in a row. Flacco, three has been fantastic. Three hundred-plus games in a row passing as well. But two of those three wins have been by just four points or less. And, in fact, six of the Browns' last eight wins have been by four points or less. Uh, so I'm going to do a teaser here. I'm not going to lay the big number with a seven. Cleveland is in Cincinnati next week, so, you know, get up two touchdowns against the Jets. Cruise after that. Don't show too much offense. Save it for next week for the Bengals. Cleveland minus one, guys, and under 41 and a half. Last time we did this, it looked too obvious, right? I mean, it just it looked too obvious, and it and it didn't cash. I don't, agree, I don't disagree with you. You got 11-mile-an-hour wins, supposedly, in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. 
Trevor Simeon. I mean, that Jet offense, if they can't run a screen, how are they going to move the ball on this team? And look, let's face it. I mean, Washington threw the football effectively against the Jets in the second half. I, I get that, you know, maybe the Jets relax. But anyway, I, I, I can't disagree with you. How about the Lions and the Cowboys? The, the number's 53 and a half, but you're still going to go over on that number. I'm still going to go over. And look, I, I'm going to go over 53 and a half, Michael. Look, the boys let me down when taking the over in the last two games. But on Saturday night, uh, back in Big D, where Dallas shines, I expect plenty of fireworks um, from both offenses. Detroit has the most complete offense in the NFL. I truly believe that more than Dallas, more than San Fran. Detroit, 30-plus points in three of the last four road games. 72 points uh, combined in their last two weeks overall. Montgomery and Gibbs have been tremendous. They both are probably going to wind up with 1,000 yards on the ground. they got 20 total touchdowns combined. Laporta's had one heck of a tremendous uh, rookie season. Dallas, by the way, 7-0 at home, as we know, have scored 30 or more points in all seven. They've scored 40 or more in four of those. Dak at home, 20 touchdown passes, just two picks. Uh, I think it's a big-time shootout in Big D on Saturday night. Somebody wins. 38-35, give me the over. I love it, Harry. And again, the Cowboys last undefeated team at home this season, as you mentioned there, at 7-0. and uh, You've got a money line parlay here, and we're going to go with some chalk. And you like the Ravens uh, to keep it rolling against the Finns yep. coming up, and then the Niners to get back on the good foot in D.C. Buffalo Bills, they got everything to play for here going forward. And the Jags, I want to ask you start right there with the Jags. Yep. Does, does it concern you with the Trevor Lawrence news that – that basically we're being told by Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, that it might behoove the Jags to not play him and play C.J. Beathard. Either way, are you worried about the quarterback situation? Uh, a, a tad, a tad, but I just think overall here, what really is going to help them, what they need is a W. They've lost four in a row, and whoever's a quarterback, keep it simple this week. You get Carolina, take care of the Panthers, who played a game game a game against Green Bay last week where they tried. They really gave, put forth a great effort, put up some points on the board for the first time, seemed like all season, but now having to play Jacksonville, I think they go down. Jacksonville, uh, before the playoffs start here, get a win uh, and drop that four-game losing streak. Meanwhile, you mentioned I'm going to take San Francisco. Yes, I think they take the frustrations out on uh, Washington, who's, or again, fresh off that loss uh, to the Jets. Uh, I'm going to take the Ravens, more complete team overall than Miami. I plus revenge from last year's mm-hmm. loss to Miami when Tua put up four uh, fourth-quarter touchdowns and pulled that game out. Um, so I think the Ravens win that game. And, again, the Bills, the Bills take care of business. And me, speaking of revenge, they lost earlier this season, Foxborough to New England. They take care of business at home. And then next week, then next week, the Bills versus Miami is for all the marbles in the AFC. Yeah, that's the one, Harry. That's the silver tuna, right? That's the one we yeah. want to all hope we get, right? We get that's that game we want. down we don't there want, in Miami. Like, we, don't want, we don't want AFC South on Sunday night. We want AFC East Sunday no, night, right? we want the silver tuna. That's what we want. Right. We want Marvin Harry to come give us that one right there. So, all right, let's go to college football. The Michigan yeah. Wolverines, Alabama. You're going to go money line Woo. in this game. Tell us why. I, I don't want to lay the one and a half. I'm just, I'm, that's, I, look, I, I have a nice ticket out there sitting on Alabama. But I also, at the beginning of the season, and against our odds with Cousin Sal, I did give out Michigan to win the whole thing. So I'm going to ride with Michigan here. Um, Harbaugh, I think, finally takes care of Saban and gets the monkey off his back. Third straight year, Michigan is in the playoffs. Third time's a charm, I think, for Harbaugh. 11 games this year, the Michigan defense 
has yielded 15 points or less. In 2019, in the Citrus Bowl, um, Harbaugh lost to Saban. A little bit of revenge on the mind here, but with a lot more at stake. I think they run the ball well. Forum and Edwards get it done. J.J. McCarthy, 74% passing completion uh, percentage this season for Michigan. I just think, again, third time in a row in this turn, in this type of field in the playoffs, Michigan gets it done. Got about a minute to go, Harry. One other game to talk about. Feels like the forgotten yeah. game because everybody's talking about Michigan right. in Alabama. It's Texas in Washington here. And you think the defenses are going to be challenged in this one by both quarterbacks? I do. I think this is a game that's going to go over 62.5. Sark's going up against the former team. Texas, 30-plus points in 11 of the 13 games this year. 106 points in the last two games versus Texas Tech and Oklahoma State. Quinn yours has been fantastic. He was tremendous in the uh, Big 12 championship against Oak State. He's got 650 yards passing the last two games. Meanwhile, Michael Panik, uh Jr. of Washington. Second year Washington. Second year with 4,000 yards and second year with 30-plus touchdowns. Huskies have three receivers that'll be playing on Sundays in the pros in a Dunze, Polk, and McMillan. Texas is going to get theirs. I'm not sure how their defense is going to hold up um, uh, as a Big 12 team in the in the uh, tournament here. It's usually not fared well when it's been Oklahoma, especially defensively. I think it's going to be a firepower type of game with tons of offense. I'm going over 62 and a half, guys. Oh, I love that play, Harry, as well. And he got it in, Harry. That was the best part. Got, got it in. in. You were on a roll there. I loved it. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year to you so as New well. Year, Harry. Great stuff. Take care, guys. When we come back, Michael, we're going to get your top five NFL teams right now and the bottom feeders as well. Come on back. The Lombardi line continues in a moment. line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next wager, be sure to visit VEASAN.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know the money and bets are moving for every single NFL or bowl game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. We're always improving our betting splits and recently added soccer betting splits from around the world. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to help make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com slash splits. Back alongside Michael Lombardi, Dave Ross here at Circus Sportsbook. We do want to get to your top five NFL teams in the bottom five. Now, the bottom five, Michael, has not changed. And you have the yeah. Washington Commanders dead last at 32. And I just saw this tweet, Michael, that said only in D.C. can a 4-11 and team have a full-blown quarterback controversy. I mean, <laughs> this, this team. Well, I mean, it's really about the, 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 the controversy on Washington is, is how the answer, right? I mean, that's the fundamental question that the next guy coming in, whomever that may be, are you going to go with Hal because he's done some good things early in the year, mm-hmm. or are you going to have to draft one and then trade Hal or keep Hal as a backup? I think that's the controversy. I mean, Brissett is a good backup. He's yeah. better than a lot of guys that have started in the league this year. You know, I'm, I've said this before. If New England would have had him in New England this year with Mac Jones, they, they might have won eight or nine. They could have won a lot more games, trust me, uh, especially some of those games where they couldn't even throw the football. So – I think that's the controversy is, is again, who is Sam Howell? 
Is it the player that we see today or was the one we saw against Philly lighten it up? Or against Denver early in the year when he was not getting hit as much or he was getting hit, but they didn't wear the wear and tear wasn't on him. So, look, the one thing about my bottom five is it could go. There's a lot of teams that could go in that bottom five. Washington, Carolina, the Giants, Arizona, Tennessee. But you could easily put the Jets and the Chargers in there. Now, I think Chicago and New England, Las Vegas, Atlanta, Green Bay, those, they're not a bottom five level team because they do have some strengths within their team. These other teams, starting with the Chargers on down, it's hard to, especially the Jets, it's hard to find where their real strengths are that, that's highlighted by the coaching staff each week. Now, again, no change for the bottom five. The the commander's still dead last. But the Panthers, very quickly on the Panthers, because we had this conversation in case you missed it in the first hour about Bryce Young. And you noted something that I think is something that the layman is going to miss, the eye level of the quarterback play. Are we starting to see Bryce Young? Is there, I don't want to say turning a corner, but some positive signs that you're seeing out of Bryce? I've seen positive signs out of Bryce all year. Okay. You know, I, I've been disappointed in him, his accuracy, his rush throws. I've been disappointed in it, but his rhythm, his timing, all those things to me have been there. You know, I'm I'm really impressed by the fact that he's able to, to stay healthy and take all these hits. I think they've done a really bad job of, of really helping him in terms of building an offense around him. But whoever goes into Carolina, the question isn't going to be, is, is, is Bryce Young going to be our starter? That's, that's yes. The question is going to be, is Bryce Young good enough to sign to an extension? Mm. And is Bryce Young worth what David Tepper paid for him? Because now he's paid two number one picks for him. Because now the Bears are going to have the first pick in the draft again. And so the answer to that is no. That, that's when you don't second order think. When you go ahead and trade away all the things for the player – there has to be no downside. You've got to say, okay, this is this guy's going to be great. And I don't think you could say he's great. I don't think you could say that at all. And so I think he could be good. But once again, you're down this road where, okay, now we got to pay him. What are we paying him? Yeah. And these guys, these quarterbacks are not taking – they're not going to take a discount deal. Daniel Jones wasn't taking a discount deal. And, and who's your competition? That's why Dak Prescott sitting there saying to himself – you know, I'm going to make a fortune. You guys think I'm overpaid now? Where do you see my next contract? Oh, man, they were their consternation over whether or not to give Dak that that deal he has already had, and people thought they overpaid then. You're right. Wait till it comes up again for Dak. And this is the going rate, and this is the question in Carolina with Bryce Young. It's the question in Chicago right now with Justin Fields. Do we give him a second deal or move on to potentially Caleb Williams with the number one pick? It's fascinating for these bottom feeder teams. Most of the teams that you have in the top five do not have these quarterback issues that we're talking about. That's why they're in the top five. But one team notably fell out of your top five this week, and I want to start with a team that's not in your list, and that's Kansas City. Michael, I know if, if Patrick Mahomes sees this, maybe he'll say, oh, good, that they're, they're starting to write us off, and maybe they'll use it as motivation. Why did KC drop out of your top five? Well, because KC's numbers are just horrendous now. You know, they, mine, everything that I do is, is not have any subjective decision to it. It's all based on numerical numbers, based on the 18 categories that I think go towards winning. And the Chiefs defensively have started to slip in some of those areas, which has forced them down, mm. right, which has forced them. That's why San Francisco is still ahead of Baltimore. Well, you could say, well, Baltimore beat them last week. Well, San Francisco's numbers are still pretty strong, and so are Baltimore's. Baltimore's numbers have been strong all year. Same thing with uh, 
Same thing with Buff. Buffalo's numbers have always been good. Obviously, the turnover takeaway. Yeah. But for Kansas City, Kansas City is in a really unique spot because they want to run their offense. They want to run the quote-unquote Mahomes offense, which is these explosive plays up the field. Well, they're not there anymore. They're really slow offensively. And they get slower when they go into 12 personnel, when they put another tight end to help their tackles. See, their tackles can't pass protect. Mm. So Mahomes is under constant pressure. So what's the answer to helping your quarterback when he's under constant pressure? We'll leave a tight end in, we'll chip him, and get him out in the route. Well, you think Kelsey wants to do that? You think he (laughs) wants to do that? Of course not. That's why he threw his helmet. That's why he was so mad. He was tired of chipping and going out in the route late. He's the man. Right. He wants the ball. He's got Taylor there watching him. He wants he got to get the ball. <laughs> and so now I'm not chipping. She doesn't even know what I'm doing when I'm chipping. <laughs> so, you know, and so now they put the other tight end in, and now they've got 12 personnel on the field, and now they're really slow because Kelsey can't run anymore. The other tight end can't run anymore. He's in there to block. So now it's easy for the defense to say, okay, where's the ball going? That's why you watch the, all 22 of the game. And, and Mahomes is, by the time he kind of feels like he's getting pressure from the tackles. And now he's got to move around and buy a second look, which he loves doing. But the, that takes away from the overall offense. They couldn't run block to save their life. I mean, they got stuffed at the line of scrimmage by the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders took it to him. It almost was like the game was played in Las Vegas, like mm-hmm. the Raiders had the snap count advantage, not the Chiefs. And then defensively, for all the good that we talk about Kansas City, and they're a good defense, don't get me wrong, but when you can run the ball, when the Raiders had two rushing plays and got the ball in scoring position, Mm. they didn't tackle well. I mean, Nick Bolton's back, and so, you know, that was the case. People can run the ball on their edges. If you What they do is you formation Chris Jones away from where you want to run the ball, and then you've got a pretty good chance to run it if you're disciplined enough to get to it. The reason most people can't have not been able to run the ball on Kansas City is because they're behind in the game. Yeah, When you're behind the game, it's hard to run. And, and Josh Jacobs didn't even play for the Raiders, to your point. And they still, in the critical downs, uh, were able to get it done with White late in that game to salt it away in Kansas City. I like your, your list because, again, you mentioned even though the Ravens beat the Niners, they didn't leapfrog them from one to two. But... Uh, Miami does enter the list into the top five after beating Dallas, but it, it's not because Miami beat Dallas. It's because the numbers bear it out, correct? Correct. And and Miami has been going upward all year. Miami's upward mobility has been related to their defense, not their offense. Right. Their offensive numbers have – there was a time where Miami's offensive numbers were on par with the Rams of 99, the, the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. That's not the case anymore. Their numbers are trickling down, especially when you can get them in a third-down game like Dallas did. Dallas got them in a third-down game. Yeah. I mean, look, if the fullback hangs onto the ball, Dallas might have won that game from the one-yard line. I mean, th- th- that was a close game. It went back and forth. When you've got to kick, what did he kick? Three plus 50-yard field 57, goals? 57, 54, and 54. It never been done in the history of the Miami Dolphins. Three field goals over and 50. And you win the game. game. I mean, so that that's the point. I mean, again, it goes back to why do we win, why do we lose. You won because your kicker was really good that yep. day. That could have been easily three turnovers. Yes. That could have been three turnovers where Dallas would have had great field position. And the kid made him. I credit him. Tremendous. But that's the margin of error we're talking about. And if it isn't for da- if it isn't for Miami's defense, I don't think they win that game. That's why Miami is such a formidable opponent moving forward is because of their defense. Their defense. Now, look, did you notice in the game? They're go- everybody goes after Xavier Howard. 
That's who they're going after. And so this week in Baltimore, they're going to look where Howard is. And if Vic wants to play man, they're going to go after him. No, nobody's going to go on Ramsey's side. Mm. Yeah, that is fascinating to see because Howard, you know, obviously he's coming off injury, so he's not the same guy. But when you got Ramsey, that's the difference that Jalen Ramsey makes in that defense. And again, that feels like the marquee matchup this week, obviously, for AFC supremacy is Baltimore against Miami here. Uh, this one in Charm City. So it'd be very fascinating to see the way the Ravens try to attack them defensively. Uh, Dallas, not good enough to get it done, but those field goals by Jason Sanders, certainly the difference in the game. When we come back, Michael, we're going to put a bow on this edition of the Lombardi line with Why Not Wednesday? So we'll get to your thoughts on that and maybe some flyer plays out there, as you say, St. Jude money. That is next here on the Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant. But no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has got your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just by betting 5 bucks on basketball. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code VSEN and the crown is yours. Question. Maybe a stupid one, but I'm just spitballing here. Can it make you say why not? That wasn't a stupid question. It's time for Why Not Wednesday. I mean, why not? You know when they say it's so crazy it just might work? I've been told that this is Stormy's favorite segment, Michael, so I'm going to try to give she it with the energy. It. <laughs> I do. She loves it. She just And she sells it, too. Right. She wants me to bite all the time. And she had me last week. I think she had me, like, on three in a row. Really? I'll try to yeah, do my best, Stormy. Some- and see if we can make a, a prices right deal for you. Let's start off with not my team, not your team, but America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. To still get the number one seed, Michael Lombardi, in the NFC. It's at 25 to 1. Obviously, the Niners are the overwhelming favorites. You gotta lay over four dollars to get that. The Eagles at plus 270. 
Lions at 15 to 1, and there are those Cowboys at 25 to 1. Why not, Michael? Can the boys still nope. get it done? Nope. Oh. oh, for one, David, no chance. Hey, look, here's the reality. I think you're better off being the five seed. Really? You're better off going to Tampa. What are you worried about getting the number? What are you worried about getting the one seed? I mean, you're not going to get the one seed. I'm not going to lose to Washington. So forget about that. You're better off being the five seed. Go down and play Tampa in Tampa. Nice weather, fast grass. You'll win that game. Yeah, retired Tom Brady a year ago. You're right. It would take a Niners loss. Probably not this week. Uh, it would take two losses by the Niners, actually, uh, for the Cowboys to get there. And that ain't happening. It doesn't feel like it. Not to the Commanders. Possibly, though, to the Rams. Okay, why not Wednesday? Let's continue it. The Buccaneers right now look like they are in firm command of the NFC South. Yeah. Two games to play. To miss the playoffs, Michael. Five to one. Could Baker Mayfield turn back into the old bake and not shake and bake so much and lose to the Saints and Panthers? Why not? Why not? I, I'm going to bite on that one. Look, I, I, I think Baker's been great. But remember, I mean, against, you know, against the Panthers, the first time he struggled, the Colts game. Uh, no, I think this is, I would play this. This isn't a St. Jude's play for me. Why not play it to miss the playoffs? Because, you know, if New Orleans wins this week, you know, and then anything can happen in week 17. So why not? And the Panthers playing their best football of the season. Why not Wednesday continues with the Raiders out of here. New life all of a sudden uh, with this team. I know offensively it's a struggle, but 12 to 1 to make the playoffs. Michael, they're still in the quote unquote in the hunt. Why not? Uh, you're not getting me on this one. It has <laughs> nothing to do with my son not being there. My other son's still there, so I'm rooting that they go. Yeah. But you can't, you cannot go to the playoffs with a quarterback who can't complete a pass. Like, until they say, okay, we've seen enough of Aiden O'Connell, you're not getting me to back them. Like, they're not going to go in there and, and dominate defensively like this. I just don't see it. They, they you know, I know they want to get the ball to, to Devontae Adams. He had one catch for four yards. Could you imagine what we would be hearing today oh my. if Josh McDaniels was the head coach of the Raiders and Devontae had one catch for four yards after a win? Oh, my God. I would be all Oh, over. my God. This would be, oh, we'd burn the city down. You wouldn't be able to drive home tonight. If you don't like that play because the Raiders do play the Colts this week, why not the Colts? To still win the AFC South at plus 350. I hope you bite on this one because I got a, t- a ticket from the summer on the Colts. I'm on this bit. one. I would take this one. Yeah, I think the Colts. I think the Colts certainly I would because I think they have two home games and they're a much better team when they play at home. Yeah. I mean, they're going to they play the Raiders at home, you know, and, and I think that, you know, last week getting destroyed there. And then they got the Texans at home. Look, why not? At, at plus 850? I mean, you know, I mean, no, plus 350. Plus I'm sorry. 50. That's a good number. Yeah, it is. And again, if they can get that and then this next thing happens, that game against the Texans could be for the division crown because why not Wednesday continues with the Panthers going into Jacksonville. We don't know about Trevor Lawrence this week. Why not the Panthers can win this game outright against the Jags at plus 240? Yeah, why not? I mean, look, who's the Jags? Have, you don't lose four games in a row because you're playing good on any side of the football, I, right? I mean, look at the Cleveland Browns. They've been horrible on offense, but they've won 10 games because their defense has carried them. There's no strength to this Jacksonville offense, defense, or even their kicking game. So, you know, look, I think the one thing about the Panthers with Chris Tabor and, and, and the crew down there, I mean, you know, they're James Camp and their line coach. They're trying to win the game. They're just not good enough, but they're trying. They're competing. They haven't given up.
I tend to like that play a lot and hoping that that cashes for that Colts ticket we just talked about. You know, why not Wednesday continues with the Bengals going to Burrowhead, but they're not bringing Joey B. It's going to be Jake Browning under center here. But we know of this rivalry. It does feel like a full-fledged rivalry right now. And, you know, the Bengals have given as good as they've taken against the Chiefs here in the recent playoff picture. Why not the Bengals with a backup go into Arrowhead and get the victory at plus 245 as it stands right now in the money line? Yeah, I would not say – I would say why not on this because, look, the Chiefs are not playing good. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not a switch inside that stadium that you just flick that the Chiefs are going to play good. Now, look, in fairness, this Bengal defense is a good recipe to have to try to feel better. But, you know, Lou Amaromo is quoted – you know, he saw what his defense did last week. It's going to be a tough week for his defensive group. He's going to coach hard, and he's watched the tape – of what the Raiders have did to to Mahomes. And the Chiefs aren't going to change who they are. And I think that they'll play them tough. I think there's throws Browning can make in the game. They get chased back. Yeah. I, I think there's a good chance. Look, I don't I don't understand why it's seven points. What worries me about this game, David, is the line is stuck at seven and no one's betting the Chiefs. Why isn't this line going to six and a half? Tend to agree, and again, with that news today that Jamar Chase looks like he's going to practice today. Remember, he did not play last week in that debacle in Pittsburgh. So, interesting number there, but I'm kind of with you. I mean, I lean towards the Bengals side, but the non-movement of the line makes it a little bit suspicious there. Okay, let's get to the college football playoffs here and see if we can get some why-not scenarios for you and some exact markets, okay? And I'll start with the biggest long shot of all, and you tell me why or why not here, that the Huskies undefeated by the way Washington Huskies beat Bama so you'd have basically what the the, the three and the four going at it 13 to yeah. one for Washington to beat Bama in the college football playoff why or why not I think when it comes to college football why not should be associated with it because what we've seen this year is after week two if you would have said for 50 to one Alabama's going to be in the in the college finals for final four I would have said no way that would have been a why not and you, this season is so unpredictable right Milrose ability to look down the field when he starts to move around the improvement of their offense Alabama's defense has improved but Washington with the board when they played Oregon mm. the second time were they 13 point dog in that game yeah I think close I mean, around nine, 10 and a half point dog yeah, it was a double 10. digit yep. dog right yep I mean, and so, you know, I think Kalen DeBoard's a really good coach. I think Michael Penix Jr. is a really good player. I think movement quarterbacks will always give Nick Saban trouble because of the way he calls the defense, the way the defense is aligned, you know, in terms of always trying to be adjusted out to the right call. You know, whereas in the Michigan game, I think if McCarthy is going to be under center, if he's going to be there, they kind of know where he is. They can, they can set their defense up better. So I, I would say, why not? Uh, that's going to conclude this edition of Why Not Wednesday, Michael. But on that theme, very quickly, and you know Jim Harbaugh, obviously, from his NFL days, and we all know the run he made with San Francisco getting uh, to the Super Bowl. Are, is this possibly the last game he's the head coach at Michigan against Alabama or two games if he wins and gets to the college football final? Do you think Harbs is long to, to return to the NFL here? Well, I think it depends on the situation, right? When you're the head coach at Michigan, you run your program. There's no GM telling you what to do. Right. Whereas if he, if the Chargers offer him the chance to run the program, I would say you have to take a hard look at that with Justin Herbert. 
But if he has to go into a committee where he's got 15 people telling him what to do, he lived through that. The Trent Balky experience yeah. in San Francisco was very toxic for him, and he never wants to go back to it again. Fascinating. By the way, Michigan right now still a point and a half favorite over Alabama. Uh, we had Harry, Harry Gagnon in earlier on this hour, and he does like Bama in this game. You know, I've, I've been so torn on this one, Michael, as we get closer and closer to the uh, national semifinal. I feel like the country is kind of on Bama, and I understand it. I just feel like Harbs might get the last laugh here, and I know uh, Harry, rather, is on Michigan money line here. Yeah, I mean, I go back and forth. I think Michigan's offense sits up perfectly for Nick's defense because of the lack of running by the quarterback and the movement where he can really static his calls. Yeah. But, you know, I don't tr- – Milrow's been so inconsistent. That Auburn game hasn't left my mind. It's a hard one to get out uh, if you watch that last yeah. – I mean, it was they were a play away from not even being – uh, certainly in this conversation. Yeah, a uh, legitimate Michael, play away, yeah. Right. Really fun the last couple of days. Thanks for letting me ride shotgun with you. Thank you, you David. Gonna, Appreciate you. Gonna, you. Absolutely going to get Stormy back in here tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line on VEASAN. Coming up here on the DraftKings Network is going to be Pablo Torre here at VEASAN. The sports betting talk and analysis continues with Sharp Money in just a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 